Blog Talk Radio. Watchman on the Wall, this is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Big Stone Gap, Virginia, calling in down there in Dallas, Texas, uh, Labette, Texas, trying to get in touch with my brother, brother uh, Tim Jackson. This is Watchman on the Wall. This is End Time Global Link Ministry. This is the Word of God. This is the word of God that will be preaching to all the world, and now it's on the air, and it's on the air everywhere. There's other people in other places in other lands preaching this adulterated word of God, that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he's coming back again very soon, sooner than I think he is. And I will keep on keeping on the work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and let somebody know, get your house in order. Christ is soon to return. He's been promising this for 2,000 years. Jesus said it 2,000 years ago. He's coming back to get a church, a church that he purchased with his own blood, period. No other blood, no other power, no other redemption plan other than the cross of Christ. This is Elder Bazaar coming to you from Big Stone Gap, Virginia, and we'll be talking about what? The end time, the rapture, the rapture of the church, 144,000. We talk about the two witnesses. We're going to talk about the opening of the bottomless pit in the 19th chapter of Revelation. Talk about the 10th chapter of Revelation. Talk about the 11th chapter, the 12th chapter, where Satan is preparing to come down here on this earth. He is now the prince power of the air. He rules in first and second heaven. That's where he's ruling now. He's been ruling there for the last 6,000 years of human history. He's the God of this age. He rules humanity now. God rules the universe. He rules the universe and all things that are in. And a lot of people say, well, if God is so powerful, why don't he stop this stuff? Oh, my God. My God. God could stop it in a split second. But he's not like that. God said, for he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God gave man a free will. That free will is to choose him 
or choose Lucifer. Lucifer had a choice to be a servant of God forever. Down through the annals of time, he was the anointed cherubim of all cherubims, and God gave him a right to be the protector of his throne and to, uh, to be the director of the choir and to direct the angels in heaven to give them ministration business to do God's work. And what happened? Oh, man, the most saddest thing in the world, the most saddest thing in the universe of the ion and the eon. Lucifer got the wrong idea. And the wrong idea was he thought he was so beautiful and so gorgeous and so awesomely put together by God's creation that he could overthrow God Almighty, period. He thought he could rule God. He thought he could distant God. He thought he could eliminate God from being what? The creator. He thought he could eliminate eternity. He thought he could take over eternity, but you can't take over eternity. Eternity means it had a never beginning, and it will have a never end, and he wanted to rule from the beginning to the end, but he failed, and he's been falling ever since then. This is what? This is the big, big, big controversy that Satan is trying to make over that he could actually rule God. So now we're living in 2022. We're living in the last days. We're living in the close of the age. We're living in the close of the sixth millennium, and we are in serious trouble. Who's in serious trouble? Number one, Satan is in a dire, serious situation. He is doomed. He is damned forever. He will never come in power of overruling God. He is a failure when he tried to overthrow God. He's a failure today. The only thing Satan is doing is killing, robbing, and destroying. And his main culprit, his main job, what he wants to do is to destroy humanity. He wants to get rid of mankind. My friends, he'll never do it. He'll never do it. The world is looking at the condition of itself, and they say, well, what hope did we have? What hope did we have that the human being, the creation of God, the image of God, the, the, the likeness of God, who is able to save mankind? Nobody but Jesus Christ is able to save mankind. Mankind is in the trouble now, and they're trying to save themselves through Lucifer, and it can't be done. That's why the world is in such shape it is now. It is so bad. It is so awesome. It is so uh, 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 dark because Satan is the dog baiter. He is a imposter. He is a liar. He is a father of lies. He is a anointed church doomed for damnation forever. But we do thank God for his mercy and his goodness. Because God is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. We're going to get into the scripture as we get ready to it. Amen. I'm looking for my brother to come on pretty soon with me so we can get into the word of God. But before he comes, amen, we're going to get into the word of God and let you know exactly where we're at in these last and evil days, evil times. Evil is rampant. 
everywhere. And here in the book of Romans, in the book of Romans, we will find the condition of man. This is the real condition of man. <clears throat> the real condition is man gives us a picture in the book of Romans. In the book of Romans. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you thanking the Lord for this opportunity that we have in these days that we're living in. We ask you right now, use my lips for play that I may speak your word through your holy word in the book of Romans that we may see the condition of man and what is the remedy. Who can deliver man out of this calamity that Lucifer can cause men to fall and become a bummer before God. We ask you right now, give us, give me the strength, and I'll preach the word in season, not a season. In Jesus' name, amen. In the book of Romans, we will find these words. Yes. Starting the third chapter, the third chapter. It says this. Third chapter, sixth verse. God forbid. God forbid. For then how shall God judge the world? Truth of God has more abounded through my life and to his glory. Why yet am I also judged as a sinner? And not rather as we be slanderously reported and as some affirm that we say, let us do evil that good may come whose damnation is just. Now then, are we better than they? No, in no wise, for we have all true both Jew and Gentile that we are all under sin. My friends, the whole world is under sin. The whole world has been cursed by sin, by the disobedience of Adam and Eve. The whole world is cursed. Sin, disobedience to God, broke every law that God wrote. Exceedingly sinful. No man is born without sin. No man. No woman, no boy, no girl, nothing has ever been born without sin. But, but God, but God is the only man that was capable enough to be born without sin. And I know God cannot be born, but God became man. God became man. When God became man, how did he do it? All right. Let's see how did he do it, and we're going to get back. To Romans. Let's go to Isaiah 9 and 6. 9 and 6. 9 and 6 of Isaiah. Ooh, let's see what Isaiah. Here's the only remedy. This is the only remedy man in his sinful state that he is because when Eve ate the tree of knowledge of good and evil, she broke the spiritual tie between humanity. When Adam willingly ate the fruit of knowledge of good and evil after he knew that if he would eat it, the whole human race would be cut off from God, cut off from God, spiritually cut off from God. 
you, 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 you're living, but you're living without God. And by living without God, you become a self-sufficient person that's under the influence of Lucifer. Lucifer was the one that caused Eve to eat because he deceived her. And by her being deceived, she convinced her husband to eat it anyhow and the whole human race. So what I'm saying, what the scripture says, that every man that's born, every woman that's born, everything that's ever born in the human race is born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And by that, all men are born sinners. And by all men born sinners, all men were damned to go to hell. They were cut off from God. God don't want sin. He hates sin. He rebukes sin. He wants to get rid of sin. He's going to destroy sin. He don't want to destroy man, but man continue on in his sin and reject this great sacrifice, which we're going to get into right now, this great sacrifice that never never sacrifice been done like this. And let's see what it says in the book of Isaiah 9.6. 9.6 it says, yes, this is where it's at now. This, this, this is what I'm saying. Mm-mm. It says, for unto us a child is born. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, listen, this is biblical prophecy of the first coming of Jesus Christ. It says, for unto us a child is born. Who? Jesus Christ was born in the manger of a virgin Mary. And a son was given. In other words, the son represents the deity of God. The son was given. The son wasn't born. The son was given to the child, born of a virgin Mary, not by the will of man, not by flesh and blood, but by the will of God, as God himself became a human being. And this human being was born a child, was born a baby. Wrapped in swallowing clothes, laid in a manger. He was the only, only, only man, only child that was ever born without sin, without sin, because he was God himself. God manifested in the flesh. God seen of angels. God justified by the spirit seen of angels. And guess what? He was what? He was the very God that became a human being, born in a manger, wrapped in swollen clothes. And when he was born, he was born sinless. Sinless. No sin on him. No sin underneath. No sin nowhere. Why? Because he was God Almighty and he was born and he came from the womb of Mary. Mary was the mother of Jesus, born according to the flesh, which was God Almighty, according to was God himself, that little baby. That little baby that was born was God himself. Now say that again. That little baby, born in a manger, wrapped in swallowed clothes, 
Amen. Amen. God, God himself. That was God, all God, all baby. Not only that, but he was the son of God, meaning that he was God. This is God's plan. Now, this is the only plan that that that, that God could even get together. Ooh, he ain't got no other plan to do what? To redeem man back to God. To tell man, look, you're a sinner. You can't do this. I've done I've done this because I am the eternal one. I am the everlasting father. I am the one that had no beginning and no end. And and, and listen to Isaiah say. Isaiah said he, uh, he's the wonderful. He's a counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He's the prince of peace. And Satan didn't have nothing to do with this. Satan can't understand this. Only thing Satan knows, he knows that he got man cut off from God, totally cut off from life, no life. He was living physically, but he had no spiritual life to know, to acknowledge who God was. And so God said, now, if man cannot save himself, the devil can't save you. Woo, your mama can't save you. Your sister can't save you. You can't do nothing to save yourself. You cannot do it. <clears throat> and so Satan said, now, if I can do what? If I can keep man from coming to their knowledge of what God through, did through Jesus Christ by doing what? Number one, born. Number two, he suffered. Number three, he died. Number four, he dropped his head between the locks of his shoulder and went down into the graves of the bowels of the earth and set the captives free. He paid. What did he do? He paid the penalty for sin. No man could do that. Not only no man could do that, but God could not have done it if he wouldn't have became flesh. Woo! So God had to become flesh. He had to. That was the only way that he had. Ordained before the world began because God knew exactly what Adam and Eve was going to do. When he put them in the Garden of Eden, he knew exactly what they were going to do. They were going to mess up. And the only reason they mess up is they listen to Lucifer. They listen to the devil. They listen to the, 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 the arch enemy of God and the arch enemy of man's soul, and they obeyed it. And this is what the result is of today. This is why the world is in a shape that is in today, because it's under the influence, not God Almighty, it's under the influence of Lucifer, Satan, Satan, the man that caused the world to tremble, the man that caused man to become what he is today. Look at our human race. Look at our nationality. Look at our race problem. Amen. Look at our marriage problem. Preach. Look at our church problem. Look at it. All Preach. this is because man won't listen to God. Man won't stand for God. Man want to go on his own. Satan got man so blinded that he don't even know his left hand from his right hand. And man thinks he knows so much because Satan has tried to indwell them with false Doctors, false wisdom, false attitude, and thinking God is going to be pleased on judgment day when he brings judgment on this world. And the reason why he's bringing judgment on this world, because man has spit at God. 
Man has slapped God. Man has denied God. And Satan says, look what I got. I got the world in a garbage can. And the world today is filled with garbage. Filled with garbage. Y'all listen to me when I'm trying to say. I can't, I, I, I'm trying to express it the, the most gross way I can, but the world is filled of garbage. Lying, cheating, backbiting, whoremongers, adulterers, fornication, church uh, 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 denominations, and people having a form of God that ain't got no power. We got demons that's in first and second heaven that's roaming the earth. We got demons underneath the earth in a place called Tartars that's locked up until the final judgment day. We got false prophets. We got false teachers. We got everything that you name that Satan can muster up. The world is going a whoring out there. And so what we got, God said, now listen, Lucifer, you, you got the human race. But God said, I'm going to bring the human race back to me. I'm going to get, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say God is going to save the whole world because the whole world is not going to be saved. You hear what I'm saying? I'm saying that Jesus Christ could save the whole world, but let me tell you, he's not going to save it under forceful. He's not going to save it forceful. He ain't going to make you get saved. He ain't going to make you go to church. He ain't going to make you go to cross. He ain't going to make you uh, repent. He said, now, whosoever will, let him come. I want you to come to me. I done made my, I done made my appointment. I done made my appointment. God done made his choice. His choice was that he became man. And when he became man, he was able to suffer for the sins of the world. Listen to what I'm saying. He, he was willing to suffer for what? Everything that I've done in my whole life. For my lying, my backbiting, my whoremongering, my, my, my unbelief, my, my self-righteousness. He was able to take all my sins. See, I'm going to admit, I want him to take my sins. No, brother. Uh-uh. I don't want to. I don't want to die for myself. No, 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 no. I don't want to have to suffer for my wrongdoing. I want somebody to suffer for me. Woo! Although I was wrong and doing what I did, and he was willing enough to suffer for myself, I'm going to accept it. What? 110%. All of it. I'm not going to try to work my way to heaven. I'm not going to try to uh, 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 pay my way to heaven. I'm not going to try to talk my way and try to compromise with God and say, oh, Lord, you know who I am. I'm just a poor old sinner. I'm trying to do the best I can. Can I, can, can, can I keep on sinning and, 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 and going to hell? No, God said, I am not going to compromise with your sins. I want you to repent. I want you Amen. to go 180 degrees. I want you to make 180 degrees divine repentance and admit to, to to me that you are a sinner and you need to come to me by the cross. Nobody, nobody, nobody can get to God but by the cross of Jesus Christ. Why? Amen. It was God's sin. It was God himself, his only son. And he is the only son because he's God the Father. He's God the Son. He's God the Holy Ghost. And he's all three in one. And when he's coming back, he's coming back, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, on one Godhead. What you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about he ain't coming back with two heads. He's not coming back with two heads. He's coming back with one head, and the head of the church is Jesus Christ, and the head of Christ is God Almighty. And he said, when I come, I'm coming after my body. My body, what? My body that I, what? Purchased with what? My blood. 
The soul is in the blood. The life of God is in the blood. Somebody had to shed the blood. Somebody had to be beaten and spit upon him and criticized and, and, and whooped beyond recognition. Somebody had to be laid in the grave. Many men have been, been laid in the grave, but they never got up. Many men have tried to do miracles, tried to imitate Christ Jesus, but they can't touch it because no man has no God. No man has the power enough to be God. No man has no power enough to become God, but God has power enough to become man, but through man, and he can save man through his shed blood. So what the devil has put up in the world today, what Satan has put all over the face of the earth, he has brought all kinds of different religions, on the scene, and all these religions deny, deny the Godhead. They deny that God is the Father. They deny that God is the Son, and they deny that God is the Holy Ghost. They deny his burial, death, and resurrection. They deny that he got up out the grave. They deny that he was capable enough to take our sins and your sins and nail them to the cross and come up from the grave that every man, woman, boy, and girl could be saved. They deny that, and so they want to try another way to get to God, and Satan is a head ringer. He wants to go to heaven. He wants to get back with God. He can't do it. Satan, listen to what I'm saying, cannot be redeemed. He's a liar. He never tells the truth. And what I'm going to deal with to break this down, uh, uh, first, I want the world to know. I want people who are listening tonight, don't let nothing else separate you from the love of God, which is found in Christ Jesus. Don't let nobody tell you that you can go to heaven through a denomination. Don't let nobody tell you that if you be good, sweet, and kind, that you can go to heaven. Don't let nobody tell me you can do whatever you want to do, and God will forgive you if you, if you, you know, if you, if you really serious about it. If, if you uh, really want to stop doing it and you keep on doing it after that, most likely you have not accepted Jesus Christ. Don't let nobody tell you that that your salvation can be still stole from Satan because once you say, listen to me what I'm saying, Scripture says, Jesus Christ said, no man, no man can pluck you from my hand. He said, I brought eternal redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ. You cannot, you cannot read, you cannot deter the blood of Jesus Christ. You can't destroy it. Why? Because it's the everlasting life of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. So what I'm saying now, ain't no other name given unto heaven whereby men can be saved than the name of Jesus Christ. So the devil now, is making his last run because he only got a few more, what? I believe he only got a few more years. I only believe he got a few more years. I believe that the rapture of the church is ready, almost ready to be taken out of here because it's not going to get no better. No way it's going to get better. It's going to get worse and worse because the Bible said that she'll come in the last day a falling away from the faith. And people today have fallen away from the cross of Christ. They have tried to eliminate Jesus Christ from the church pulpit. They're talking about motivation speeches. They're talking about all 
this riches and all this year, trying to uh, please God by having a whole lot of riches and a whole lot of uh, prestige. And men are living in any kind of old raggedy way and think God is going to accept it. Why? Why do America now is suffering under the judgment of God Almighty? Yes, it is. It's suffering under the judgment of God Almighty because the government is trying to eliminate. The government's church folks are trying to eliminate the love and the mercy and the sanctification of the Holy Spirit. They're trying to eliminate the marriage vow. They're trying to eliminate homosexuals and tell everybody it's all right. Be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a whore, be a whore and go ahead and go to heaven. That's a line wonder because God said righteous is all Oh, mine. Righteous, righteous way is mine. Nobody can tell me and put sin up on God and think he's going to accept it. So now, where we at? We're in the last church age. We're in that humanist church age, which is Laocidia, the humanist church, where people are going to church, but they're not having church. They're having programs and bingos and parties and and all kinds of uh, uh, things that uh, uh, can 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 get people away from the real meaning of what Jesus Christ told Nicodemus: "Ye must be born again of the Amen. Spirit of God." You got to be have you got to have the spirit of God in your soul. That's O U L. You got to repent, or you're gonna likewise perish. And the churches are not preaching divine repentance. Turn away from sin and turn to God through Jesus Christ and be baptized. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, for the remission of your sin, and you shall receive a new life. Uh-oh, a new life. What? The life of Christ. You cannot receive a new life from the devil or yourself. you got to come from Jesus Christ. So the Laocidian Church Age, and I'm going to give it to the brother right now. The Laocidian Church Age is getting ready to go into the thing called the world church. The world church. Now, I'm going to give a little outline on it. The world church is where all the churches of the world, all the churches, all the denominations, and uh, 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 all the re- uh, different kinds of occults and different kinds of Satan worship and different kinds of way that men can try to worship God. But you can't worship God but one way. God is the spirit, and those that worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So this one world church is in the making right now. And by 2023, in 2023, it's going to be manifested that the Pope is going to initiate that all world religions, all world religions that started in Babylon, the 11th chapter of what? Of Genesis. All world religions are going to unite together under one umbrella that we be led by the Antichrist and the, 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 the Pope of Rome is going to initiate it, and the religions today are joining already. And so what's going to happen? This church is going to end up in the 17th chapter of Revelation. She's going to end up as the great war, and now it's in the making. That's where we at right now, absolutely. Amen. And before, 
before we get off the air, amen, there's, there's over 352 different kinds of denominations and uh, religions and different kinds of things that's already linking and shaking hands with the Pope because the Pope has that's a right. whole that's lot right. to do with UFOs and demonic spirits that's working out of the Vatican. A lot of people don't know that, but that's the Bible. Because demons are in control of the papacy through the Roman Come on, Lord. and they are ready to get this thing together after the rapture of the church, which will lead into that great whore. And let me tell you, church, let me tell you, world, that whore looks good. That whore, that whore looks delicious. Mm. Ooh, she has got everything that men are craving for. Money, everything, and so the world is going to unite with this year kind of stuff, unregenerated people, and it's going to lead into the destruction of the Bab, the uh, the the Babel of Rome, the Babel of Rome, or the Babel of Babylon. Babylon from the eleventh chapter becomes Rome in the seventeenth chapter, and those that follow up under this horror, she is going to be able to damn souls of people because they rejected what? The blood of Christ. The sacrifice of Jesus. They are literally rejecting it right now. They are making yeah. plans to deceive the world. And the world is saying, this is what we want. Because that's what the world wants today. And God said, if you want this today, I'm going to offer it to you in the 17th chapter of Revelation. And that's the great whore, the mother harlot, that's going to have the world in a total damnation of destruction. Whatever you do, get your soul right with God. Whatever you do, don't believe nothing the Roman papacy brings forth. Jesus Christ said, I am the way. The truth in the life, no man can get to the Father but by me. Go ahead, brother. Walk with it. Amen, brother. It's a blessing to be here. Amen. Glad I was able to come on. Took me a little time to get here and take care of some business. All, right. all glory be to the Most High. Amen. Can you hear me? Amen. Can you hear me? I hear you. Can you I hear got me? you loud and clear. Okay, good. I got you. Amen. Good, good. Brother, that is so true what you were saying. And a lot of people not really realizing that uh, that uh, the, the the ancient Babylonian system, how it's set up. It's set up through religion, politics, and economics. And the politics, I mean, the religion of it, of the great whore, I was preaching on that this morning, the religion of it is the palpacy. Amen. A lot of people don't want to admit that. But it's the Roman Catholic Church. Amen. This yes, is, is. Look it up. Do your own study and research. You don't have to believe us. You don't have to take our word for it. Amen. This is Amen. True. This is what's happening. They are behind the scenes, an uh, ancient system that has went dormant when it no longer could it could sustain through war and through power that way, just like the Babylonian city. When it no longer could sustain, it moved into the background, and demons controlled this this thing. Like you said, on, brother, man. Uh, we talked about this last night. A lot of people think it's a joke. There have been sightings, alien ships. Now, a lot of people in church are so pastors in church will not touch this subject. They will not talk. They will not dare say anything about alien ships 
in their congregation for the fear of losing what? Their membership. Yeah. Because the world has the church brainwashed to think these things are just stuff that's only seen on a movie scene, that these things are not real. No, these demons, this is what you're dealing with when you deal with alien ships. Those are demons. Demons! And moving across the air and across the space like that. They're Come able on, to man. manipulate and to camouflage and to move where you can't see them. But these things, it's about to be real. They're about to come to this place. Amen. This is real. They're about to come here. And this is what they want to do. They want to just take control and do what they want to do in this world. They're going to have free reign for seven years. Satan is going to have free reign to do what he want to do to mankind. And I tell people all the time, why in the world would you want to serve the devil knowing that the devil hates you? The devil is still subject to God. He can only do what God allowed him to do. Come on, preacher. Amen. This is real. Brother, you hit the nail on the head. I was just listening. I said, man, my brother's going off today. I got to get in here and join him because, (laughs) amen, as you said, the time is near. Amen. We don't know the, the day or the hour, but we believe that it is close. Could it be it's close. next year? It very may well could be next year. Come on, man. This is something serious. The church needs to wake up, quit wake playing up. games, quit Come focusing on. on fish fries and anniversaries and pastors and wife anniversaries and, and fundraisers. They need to stop Come the on, nonsense now. and start teaching the people in the church to get your soul right. Christ is getting ready to come back, but they so into praise and worship, so into praise dancing. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that as long as that's really praising God. Amen. But are you teaching them about revelation? Are you telling them what Christ told his disciples on the Olivet Discourse that uh, he said that the time will come where there will be wars and rumors of war? And they asked, they said, when will these things be? He talked about the end time. These pastors are so afraid to touch on revelation. Revelation is nothing for the church to be afraid of. Revelation is made for the church. Christ gave it to John. It says over in Revelation, he sent the warning. And then let me get some scriptures going. Like I told him this morning, I don't want you all to think that I'm just talking. Because you'll never be able to say that that pastor said this. No, this pastor said what the Bible said. Amen. So what I'm going to if I can, if I got some time, amen, we're going to deal with things according to the Holy Scriptures. I want you all to see what's going on. We're going to go to Revelation, the first chapter. And I want to show you something. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Revelation, the first chapter. This is what it says, verse 1. It says, the revelation of who? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua. It says, which God gave unto him. Now, understand that Christ didn't have it, but God, what? Gave it to him. Amen. Yeah. Now, yeah. we understand that God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit is one and the same. Amen. But the operations yes, are different. Amen. That's the whole key. The operations are different. Now, he gave it to him. Now, understand this. Christ said, I don't even know when I'm coming back. But my Father in heaven, no. Amen. But he gave the warning to John. 
He said, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Do yes. you know that there are people in church right now that they say they're saved. They call themselves saved. You got so many religious people in the church, and I'm going to touch on that Laodicea because you were talking ahead, about the Laodicean brother. church. We are yes. in the last church, which is the Laodicean church. Do you know that you got people in church? They're planning for vacations. They're planning for graduation. Come on. They're planning for weddings. They're planning for family reunions. They're planning for everything except for the return of Christ. Come on, come on. This is, we, we talk about church going folks. We're not talking about people that's in the world. We're talking about your church going folks. The church is planning for everything except for the return of our Lord and Savior. How sad is that? How I ready said. are you to go home with Christ today? If Christ was to crack the sky open today, would you be ready? Is your mm-hmm. heart ready to leave all this behind? I know I am. I'm ready to leave all this I behind, am. the house, the car, mm-hmm. whatever I got in the bank, uh, or the job, it, it benefits. Hey, Come on, because man. you want to know why? I know what he has for me in, in, in eternity. When I go to the Bama seat, when I go before Christ, I know that the reward that he's going to hand out to me at that day, at that time, is going to be far more greater than what I have now. Now, look what it says in verse 1 in Revelation. It says, and he sent and signified it by his angel and to his servant. In other words, he, he put his signature on it. In other words, he said, this is for, this is for certain. So forget all the naysayers that said, oh, man, I still got folks in my family right now saying, that ain't going to happen. Christ ain't going to yeah, come huh? back. We've been hearing about this since I was a kid. People yeah. put Christ on. But the Bible says that he sent and signified it with his angel. In other words, he signed it. He signified it. In other words, this is In other words, if he said it, it's got to come to pass. That's what he said. Got to come to pass. You, you best believe it. Christ said he's coming back to get to church. He's coming back to get to church. It don't matter yeah. how long it takes. It don't matter when it is, whether this lifetime or, or past, my children or grandchildren, which I believe is going to be possibly more likely in our lifetime. I don't see the it's world it. with the way the world is carrying on with this you know. disregard, is disrespect of God. God's not going to tolerate it any longer. No, no. 6,000 years is long enough, and I believe my heavenly Ooh, father is ready to his son down to get his children. Yeah. And I'll tell you right yeah. now, brother, I'm ready. I know you ready. I know most of the saints are ready out there. Amen. But we got mm-hmm. some of them, they just enjoy They enjoying this life so much, they don't want him to come back. They said, God, no. I, ain't, I ain't made all the money I want to make it. I ain't bought all the houses and cars. I ain't, I ain't had all this. I ain't, I ain't been with enough people yet. I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't traveled around the world yet. Man, Come let on. me tell you. When the trumpet sounds and Woo. the dead in Christ shall rise, yes. pause it in a moment and a twinkling of an eye. In other words, that's faster than you can blink. Faster than you can think, you're going to be in heaven. You're going to be driving your car, next thing you know, you're going to be in heaven. You're going to be taking a shower, taking a bath, next thing you know, you're going to be in heaven. You're going to be mm-hmm. folding clothes and doing your laundry, you're going to be in heaven. 
You're going to be Come there on, working on your job. You're going to be working. You're going to be in heaven. Yeah. You're going to be doing whatever it is. You may be asleep. You're going to wake up. Well, you ain't going to wake up. You're just going to be in heaven. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was asleep. Let Come me on. tell you something. Come on. We're about to witness the great mystery that Paul talked about. Come on, preacher. Paul talked about this great mystery that's going to this come mystery. to pass. Yes, it's coming. We're going to get to witness Christ coming back. And like I told yes. you today, the church won't be here. Revelation, it the third chapter, verse 10. Watch what it says. It says, because I has kept the word of my patience. In other words, because you have confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart. The Bible says that you're saved. And because you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, you can't help but to read your Bible, study your Bible, go to church. You, you may listen to us on the earth. You can't help but to hear the word of God. You can't help but to do ministry and witness to people. Because you have kept the word of his patience, meaning that you have endured this life's pains, you have endured yes. this life's trials and tribulations, you have endured the word of his because you have accepted his word as his child. And the word of God knows that we are prosecuted all day long as the Come on now. Come we on. We deal with persecution. We deal with trouble. Man, when I tell you, the devil's attacking me right now within my house. It's insane. I know he is. Yeah, the devil is attacking me right now in my house. Yeah, I said, this yeah. is a shame. I said, I know this ain't nothing but the devil. But ain't you know what? You got devil. to rebuke the devil. Amen. Nothing but the devil. Amen. The devil is mad because I'm preaching God's word. Because I'm telling Come on, preach on. Preach saving preach souls on. over the airway, saving souls at the church, young people coming up getting saved. I know the brothers preaching and people are getting saved. You think the devil ain't mad? Man, let me sit down and tell the truth. Don't take this the wrong way, because the word is in the Bible. The devil is in mad the as hell. He yeah, hates to see souls get saved. He hates to see yeah. souls, and he hates the men and women of God that tell the truth and teach the rightly divided word and teach salvation and love, because you want to know Come why. Uh. Satan hates to lose a soul to God. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted many souls to be lost and cast into the lake of fire as possible. Lord, him but because of God's love, because of his grace, and because of his mercy, amen. Amen, brother. His son shed his blood. Oh, man, yes, you're talking about the greatest gift. I can't wait to see Christ. I can't Come wait on. for when he cracked the skull. And guess what? Even more so, he can't wait to see you. He can't Come on wait now. to see you. Man, God and Christ, the, the heavenly host is waiting for it. Don't you know that heaven goes off when one sinner gets saved? You Come think on. they go Come off on, the football game? Come you on, think preacher. the stadium is loud at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium? You think the stadium is loud out there at the Texas Rangers? I'd have been to both of them. Man, them folks get loud. Man, that, that guy that the, up the bat, brother, he hit that home run. I said, man, these folks is going nuts. Mm. Oh, home run. They going yeah. nuts. Man, don't you know that heaven goes off with goes one on. soul repeat? Heaven is rejoicing. 
And yeah. the angels and the host of heaven can't wait to see you. Oh Lord, man, they Lord. long to be with us, and we long to be with the, with be with them. Lord, you I'm telling you right now. And I gotta finish this scripture. It says, "I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation." This is yes, in the sir. book of Revelation. What else could you think Christ could be talking about? People talk about. Come well, I can't stand to hear folks. I said, boy, you know what? These folks don't know what they're talking about. Somebody needs to they take know. the Bible from them and take their title. You need to be stripped of your title if you think the church is going to go through the tribulation. What do you Come think on. Christ was talking about in, in Revelation, the third chapter, verse 10? Come on. This is the church of Philadelphia. If you notice, it's within the context of the church of Philadelphia. Because verse 7 says, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right? Who is yeah. he talking to? This yeah. is one of the two churches that had no conviction. Christ was satisfied with this church. Come on, preacher. This is the church of love. And within this context, from verse 7 to 13 and verse 10, Christ said, it's in red. Brother, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. It's in red. That means you Christ said it, right? Amen. Yeah. That means Christ said it. Right, I just so read it. you verse 1 of Revelation, the first chapter, verse 1, where he said and signified it through his angel to John. Yeah. He signified it. We know this is Christ. We know that this is what? This is the truth. And it ain't a lie. Come on, come on, come on. He preacher. said, "I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation." He's talking about the church. He's talking about yeah. us. You better get on board yeah. now. You better get your ticket. You better get your ticket before it's too late. Too he said, "Which shall come upon?" Watch this. All the world. We know he's talking about the great tribulation. We're in the book of Revelation, and the book after the. The, the first three chapters, the church goes to heaven in Revelation 4 and 1. And it deals on, with praise in heaven. We're at the Bama seat. And the angel asked John, why are you crying? We not. There is one found worthy. Come on. And we know after Come that. On. Amen. We go to verse 5. And then you begin to see the seven sealed book. Amen. Come on, preacher. And it begins to talk about the uh, 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 well, verse, chapter 5, I'm sorry, where, where, where the angel told John, weep not. And, and you're talking about praise and worship in heaven. Amen. Because it says in verse Amen, 5, bro. Revelation 5 and 14, Revelation, the fifth chapter, verse 14, said, And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever. We're going to be having praise and worship. And we're going to have church. Praise and worship. Praise and worship. In heaven. Praise and worship. Oh, my God. We're going to get to heaven. They can't wait to see us. We can't wait to see them. And then in Revelation 6, it lays out all of the chapter, book of, the book of Revelation, the tribulation. Come on. The white horse. The, the red white horse. Yes, Amen. Then, then yes, you, got the, uh, uh, you got the, the, the pale colored horse. Amen. The four horsemen. Amen. The black horse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. And the pale horse. Come, Come on, on now. Come that on. Is, that is the tribulation. Come we on. We are talking about the tribulation. 
What else more could we be talking about? Nothing but Come the tribulation. Come on now. The church will not be here. Stop listening to these folks that ain't got no Bible training. They probably got no. the Holy Spirit in them coming up no, talking no about Holy the church Spirit. going through no the tribulation. There is nowhere in the Bible Paul didn't teach that. Christ didn't say that. Even, uh, 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 um, you know, Daniel, he saw the end. Yes, the church he did. is not going through the tribulation. Yes, sir. But you got some of these preachers. I'm like, where did he get Crack that box. from? Crack well, box, who, even, who told him? Who, who ordained and licensed this man? Demonic things. He must have got his license from an online store or something. Amen. Lying spirits, amen. brother. Amen. Lying spirits. Yeah, amen. Say it again, doctor. Lion spirits. Lion spirits. Ooh, man. Get up and say anything to get a dollar. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with these, these people out here. They're just trying to get a buck. They'll say anything that sounds good. To you know, people go with that that stuff. It ain't in the Bible. They can't find nowhere in the Bible where it says the church. Uh-uh. There's there's no scripture that supports the church going through the tribulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I showed you here and over the Book of Thessalonians where the church won't be here. No, it won't. No way. Christ is coming back to get the church, and we must be prepared. And continue to prepare other saints for the return of Christ. Now, when you say prepare, but what do you mean? If we're going to be, you, you got to prepare. When you go on a journey or a trip, this, that's why it's called the plan of salvation. You got to prepare. You're going to be there for yes, all sir. eternity. So what are we yeah. planning for? Man, you're going to get a mansion. You're going to have rewards. You're going to be praising God for all eternity. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit that's in us. Amen. Brother, I hope I got some time. I didn't mean to take up this much time, brother. I'm Go sorry. ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. How Come much on, time man. we got left? Are we almost done? No, no. You go ahead. Don't worry. I'll give you the time. You go ahead and preach the word, man. Hey, man. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to go this long. Don't be. Hey, Don't man. be sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm at... Hey, man. I done got in the spirit on him. Hey, man. Amen. Amen. We want the church to be prepared. Let, let me touch on the church of Laodicea. Let me give it back to my brother. Amen. Go Let's go over to Revelation third chapter because the brother spoke on this. Man, I want you all to get this. We don't want nobody lost. I don't understand how people think that they're going to make it through. People think this is a game. That's the problem. They think this is a game. They think no that they're going to be able to, to, to well, I'll get saved in the tribulation. You may not get that mm-hmm. check. You know how many people are going to die at the very beginning of the tribulation? It's going to be now. terrible. You oh, remember, oh. you got to remember, a lot of saints are going to disappear driving cars. It may be saints flying planes. It may be saints controlling certain things in the world. People are going to be calling oh. in chaos. The, the, the 911 operators ain't going to be there. There may be saints yeah, that may work in, in, in like the military or, or, or police field. They may be in there. There's going to be a lot of people going. The children are going to be gone. It's going to be chaos. Folks are going to yeah. go to like crazy. There's going to be chaos. Chaos. Man, do you know how many people are going to die? Right wow. after the church is raptured? Watch it up. This is 
Watch that. I'm going to read these three get to the front. It said, to him that overcometh, come on. the only way you can overcome is by the blood of Christ. That's the only way you're going to overcome. Come on, preacher. In hell, the only way you can overcome the grave is through the blood of Christ. I don't care about right. these motivational speeches. They love giving. They love giving these motivational speeches. They love that. I don't hear them talking about the blood. I don't hear them talking about one save, always save. I don't hear them talking about salvation. I don't hear them talking about the Holy Spirit. They just, just give you a good feeling. I say, oh, yeah, good feeling sermon, but, you know, it wasn't nothing that I would have got saved off of. Him that oh. overcome will I grant to sit with me in my Come on. Even as I also overcame, and I'm set down with my father in his, yes. he that hath an yes. ear, in other words, he that, it says, let him hear. In other words, if you are, if you have that, that, that desire, it said, if you have an ear, if you have that desire, it said, then it said, let him hear, which means let him understand what the Spirit said unto the churches. Go ahead, yeah. Take it away. Take it away, Doc. Look at him, man. You, you, the Lord Jesus Christ. I love him. I adore him. I bless yeah. the Lord for your life, man. You, you inspiration yeah. to me. I'm gonna let you know. And you, you're telling oh, the yeah. truth. I can't, I can't say nothing. If you're telling the truth, I got to back you up, brother. Yeah. I'm not backing you up because it's you. I'm backing up because you're coming from the Word of God. And Amen. And, and we're living in a day now. People think we some some kind of crackpots. Uh, 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 wasting uh, 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 our time to try to convince you and convince souls of men and convince the high and the low, the black and the white, the yellow, the green, right. whoever got a got a soul, a soul because all souls belong to God and God wants right. his souls. And the only way God knows that he can receive his soul back into the right relationship is through his only begotten son. And that's what we are going to a holler from the rooftop. No cross, no crown. No Jesus, no no heaven, no hell. No Jesus, you ain't got no hope without Jesus Christ in your life. You must come to Christ. You must come to Christ. And just like you were saying, when the rapture occur and Jesus Christ rapture the church, there's going to be horrific destruction. Destruction distracts the land, and the people are going to see how this Antichrist is going to come up and make it look like it's sweet honey on rye, and it's going to be damnation for the souls of people who reject Jesus right. Christ. And we're not, we're not, we're not preaching bad or good. You're going to heaven. We're preaching what? You can be good. You can be bad. You can be ugly. You can be pretty. That ain't going to get you to heaven. Let me tell you, the only way that we are proclaiming is what Jesus Christ did on. Calvary's cross. That's it. That's right. It. That's it. Ain't nothing changing. Ain't nothing going to be uh, uh, getting no higher than what Jesus Christ done. And the world is laughing. The world is laughing. They're rejoicing. They are having fun, fun, fun. People are having more fun as they have a more recreation and more parties and more money making and the government's got people full like we're going to go into this year to 2023 and make things better but to work they tell me the government is already rotten it's rotten yeah yeah to the core and we got some people in the church is rotten 
low down, dirty, conniving. They can look good. They can talk all this yang tang. But let me tell you, it's damnation to their soul because they are refuting and they are denying the loving, the loving mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He offered his body once and for all to die for our sins, and people spitting at it, they're rejecting it. But let me tell you, in the book of Revelation, it tells you exactly what's going to happen to those that reject Christ. I'm going to say it again. The Bible tells me exactly what's going to happen to those that reject Christ. If you will go to the 15th chapter of Revelation, if you will go to the 15th chapter of Revelation, uh, 16th chapter, I'm sorry, uh, of Revelation, starting at the 8th verse, 8th verse. You know something? Everybody's saying what the Bible's already said, but people saying things out of the Bible don't even know what's in the Bible. And that is, not the, the other day, uh, uh, Biden mentioned a uh, the battle of Armageddon and the war of mm-hmm. Armageddon. And mm-hmm. General MacArthur mentioned Armageddon. In 1945, uh, uh, um, um, Biden mentioned uh, Armageddon just a few days ago, saying that we 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 got to do something because Russia's getting ready for the Battle of Armageddon. I mean, they 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 the world These men don't pray. These men don't have no no concept of what they saying, but mm-hmm. they know one thing. They know it's in the Bible. Even a fool can know what's in the Bible, but he's so foolish and so self-righteous that he believes that this is a toy. This, hey, we don't read from no Playboy. We don't read from Penthouse. We don't read from Errol Flint. We don't read from the housekeeping. We read from the word of God, what God said. And if God said it, it's going to happen, children. It's going to happen, liar, backbiter, whoremonger. It's going to happen. You can laugh and joke and clown and turn yourself into a clown and make fun of the word of God because let me tell you, you ain't hurting God. You ain't hurting God. You're hurting yourself. Listen to what's going to happen mm-hmm. for those that uh, hit, hit this tribulation period, uh, in the middle of this tribulation period. 16th chapter of, uh, of Revelation, it says, one of the angels, four angels poured out a vow. Upon the sun, power was given to him to scorch men with fire. During the tribulation period, oh, the sun, the sun, now this is the S-U-N, this is the S-O-N, the S-U-N, amen, is the center of the universe. In other words, the sun, amen, is in the center of the universe, and earth goes around the sun. Mm-hmm. And here we see a vowel is going to be poured out. Uh, for vial upon the angel, angels going to pour it out and give it to him to scorch men's back. Right. So men are going to be burned with fire. Oh, and men were scorched. Listen, scorched. You were talking about cooking bacon. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's going to be frying time. Frying time. Lord, you don't. You don't, you don't, you don't make fun of God. You don't lick your tongue out. You, mm-hmm. you don't smack yourself on the backside and tell him to go take a flying leap. You don't took his cross and 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 you said ain't nothing to it. The men were scorched with great heat, <clears throat> great heat, and blasphemed the name of God. You don't swore, cuss, 
You don't use all kind of profanity language. Church folks, I ain't talking about the world. The world, you see, the world is going to hell. They know they're going to hell. And church folks think they're going to heaven, and they're going to end up in hell because they're playing with God. Mm. And I'll tell you anybody, I'll tell a little baby, I'll tell any any little Mm. small insect, don't play with God. Don't play with him. And the world today is playing with God. They got him. You know where they try to put God at? They try to put him in a cradle with a little, 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 little games dingling above his head where he can play with. But you're playing with the wrong man. You're playing with the wrong designer. You're playing with the wrong creator. You're playing with the almighty God. You're playing mm. with one that never, never came into existence. He already was, and he will be always in existence, and you only here for a spot and a camel and a not, not on a camel's back. And here you are doing God like this. But listen what I'm saying. Men scorched with great heat, blaspheming the name of God, which had power over these plagues, and they repented. Not, mm-hmm. not to give him the glory. Man said, I ain't repenting. I ain't repenting. No, you know, I, I'm going to get a little vulgar. You know I got to get vulgar. Because let me tell you, they're vulgar with God, and I'm going to get vulgar mm-hmm. for God. He said, you know, they said, you no, know, the hell with God. I, I ain't thinking about no God. I'll cuss his name. I'll cuss his name and try to give him a new name. But God said, okay, all right. I love you. I love you. I don't want to see you perish. I don't want to see you go to hell. Because it ain't no joke. My burden is heavy. My soul is heavy. To see people, see the world, see church folks, see 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 uh, uh, celebrities and and football players and basketball players and men who making big money and millionaires and billionaires and uh, all kinds of rich folks. I I I I ooh, I just don't. I just don't can't bear to see you go to hell. I'd rather for you Amen. to accept Jesus Christ. I don't care how mad you at. I don't care how many times you don't call the name of the Lord in vain. I wouldn't want you to see to go to hell. But let me tell you, Jesus Christ said, if you don't come to him, you're going to likewise perish. So you got to go to hell. And if you go to hell, there ain't no letting up. There ain't no relief. There ain't no anisons. There ain't no uh, uh, swimming pools. There ain't no ice cubes. There ain't no uh, 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 ointment to rub on the pain that you're going to have to suffer. Because let me tell you, sin, sin causes pain. The wages of sin is death. Sin brings disaster. And disaster is coming upon the world. It's coming upon every, all unborn, not born again believer, but People who don't know Jesus Christ going to play is going to fall on them because they're repenting out of their sin. And the fifth angel poured out his vow up on the seat of the beast and his kingdom was full of darkness. And they growl, they gnaw, tongue for pain, and blaspheme God of heaven because of their pain and their sores and repented not of their deed. Now, you talking about sore. you talking about plagues that's going to hit the earth. 
If we talk about the coronavirus, we don't talk about all kinds of syphilis and bar- mm-hmm. uh, gonorrhea. We don't talk about HIV. We don't talk about all these venereal diseases that are spreading across the countries. And people are saying, well, we got an uh, antidote for it. We got a serum for it. But there's a time of judgment when God is going to rain his plagues up on the earth because of their sins and their rebellions. And there's not going to be no serum. There's going to be nobody going to the doctor. After getting a booster shot, let me tell you, you're going to have to pay for your own sin because you refuse the precious blood, the shed blood, the blood that God gave through his son to pay for our sins, and you spat at it. And guess what? Satan is planning to invade this planet. He has already invaded in first and second heaven. He's already invaded the papacy. Ever since the papacy was started in the time of Pergamos, Pergamos was the first, uh, uh, the, the, let me see, it was uh, uh, the, the third church that compromised of Constantine cast Constantine with the Christian faith, and they brought paganism in. When they brought paganism Amen. in, they brought witchcraft in. And when that did that, they, they tried to mix it. This is what they're trying to do. That they were trying to mix Christianity in with paganism. Come on, doctor. And, 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 and it's bringing it? damnation to people's soul because now folks are committing fornication in the, uh-oh, in the church, through the church, by the church. Going to different motels and hotels and and, and, and talking about we own a a convention and yet instead I've been there I've seen it I've witnessed it I've been around preachers who 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 was uh, whoremongering after the women and 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 driving fine cars and preaching nothing but some kind of little rich motivation speeches and trying to say well God don't bless you because you got a lot of money and you got this but let me tell you God said. Y'all making me sick. Jesus Christ said it. He said, y'all making me sick. I mean, spiritually sick. You know what I'm going to do? Christ said, I'm going to gurgitate you. I'm going to gurgitate you out of my mouth because you're neither hot or you're neither cold. That's right. We got a lot of cold, hypocrite people in church. That's right. Waiting to, get, to wait to get into some mischief. They don't want the true preaching. They don't want the preachers of holiness and righteousness and love and mercy. They don't want that. They want to have a form of godless and they ain't got no power. Amen. And let me tell you, during the revelation, it's going to be seven trumpets blow. And every time a trumpet blow, it's going to bring a plague upon the human race. Lord, oh, I feel, sure I, I feel sorry. On, I feel sorry. I feel yeah. sometimes depressed. I feel sometimes anxiety. I sometimes feel vexed up on the condition of the world and how members prefer to listen to these crack preachers. And my, I, you know, I'm oh, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not angry, man. I'm divinely angry at preachers right. who go on and say. It's all right. It's all right for two men to lock jaws together and hold each other. I get sick at people saying it's all right right. to be a lesbian and raise a family. I get sick 
of how they said that Romans, Romans uh, uh, seven, first Romans 17 chapter, not really meaning that. But God said, I'm so sick of this what? I'm so sick of this homosexuality in the Roman government Come back on. there in the ancient time. He said, I'm going to give up you to a reprobate mind. Amen. And let me Amen. tell you, man, America, America's in great danger of God giving up. To those that don't seem to think to a reprobate mind because it's all over the TV. It's all over the street corner. It's all up in the church choir. It's all up in the pulpit. It's all up in there. Come until on, the woman that we saw in the 17th chapter of Revelation, he says she's carrying a filthy, low-down, stinky cup. Mm. And seems right. stinks. Preachers stink. <laughs> compromising with the people and telling them it's all right, telling them about it's not necessary for the cross. And Jesus Christ, right. uh, uh, anointed Apostle Paul said, if a man come preaching another Jesus, let him be a curse. Amen. That's what he said. Let him be a curse into the lake of fire because there's no other name given among men where men can be saved than the name of Jesus Christ. Now, where you get your monkey self from? Where you coming with this old monkey religion? <laughs> Even the monkeys got more sense than that. They, and yet and still, they got respect for each other. But humanity has lost respect for God and lost respect for themselves. And the women right. are just as bad as the men. And I'm not, I'm not nitpicking at nobody. But let me tell you, if you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're yeah, right, right, you're right. But let me tell you, ain't no use of me trying to make me make myself look good because I look worse than I do already. If I come up here and tell you lies, and the brother Amen. is the same way, because we're walking in the what? We're walking in the same light. We read the same Bible. We pray the same prayer. Lord, have mercy on my soul that I can be a witness for some people who don't know the Bible, don't read the Bible, don't pray, and call themselves going to heaven. How can you How can you go to heaven and you hate somebody? How can you go to heaven and you do everything that heaven is against? Heaven is against sin. And if you're sinning, heaven is against you. God is angry at the wicked every day. And if it wasn't for what? If it wasn't for Jesus Christ dying on the cross 2,000 years ago, God would have destroyed the world 2,000 years ago. But he didn't. And he won't until every man, woman, boy, and girl over the whole world hear the gospel. And guess what? They're going to hear the gospel. And those that hear the gospel, guess what? They're going to do two things, either reject it or receive it. For we are definitely coming to the close of what? Coming to the close of the unique, glorious church. I've been talking about it for 57 years, 57 years of preaching salvation and preaching the love of God and preaching repentance and preaching sanctification 57 years and buddy let me tell you it has not been easy same for brother Tim 
You ain't going to have too many friends. You ain't going to have nobody shaking your hand and say, Brother Tim, thank you so much for telling me about the word of God, telling me about this cross, because all my life I've just been going to church, and I've been singing in the <laughs> choir, and I've been doing some things. I know that God is not pleased with me, but you know how that is. He, he can forgive you. But let me tell you, don't continue on doing it. Forsake yourself. Huh? Don't forsake yourself uh, as a matter of song, but we know that the day is approaching. Yes, my friends, there is a heaven. There is a place where it will be beautiful. There is a place of damnation where there will be gnashing and gashing of Jesus Christ is wrapped in the church. Every baby that's not, every, every child that's not at the age of accountability will be gone. The brothers already mentioned about airplanes falling from the sky. You mentioned about earthquakes and pestilence and diseases. It's going to talk about all the whole families going to turn on each other, and they are already turning because families are turning on families now, and because That's of right. difference of difference of salvation. Some say that it's not necessary. Some part of the family divided, but let me tell you, Jesus Christ said, "Upon this rock, I'm going to build my church." Amen. He said, no, look, I don't, hey, hey, Jesus loves everybody. He said, whether it's your mama or your daddy or your sister, they're going to have to be born again. It ain't no pity pat. It ain't no Mickey Mouse. It ain't no Donald Duck. This is the real deal from God's holy, righteous word. Jesus Christ is on his way. Revelation is the book that the devil is terrified. Yes, he is. That critter, that critter, scared of that boy. That's one book he can't, he cannot fathom. Because it shows you, it shows him exactly where he's going to be cast into the place of Lake of Fire. He knows he's going. He sure does. He knows. He's feeling the heat right now. Every demon (laughs) in hell, every cohort in hell, they're behind his own fire. And you yes, know what's going on? He is going right now seeking who he may devour because he ain't right. got nothing but a short thing. And he hates the true preachers. He hates the true preachers that's preaching on his damnation. You're a hell-created creature. You cannot mm. be redeemed, Lucifer. You cannot, re- you cannot be redeemed, fallen angel. You're Lord. doomed. You don't want you don't want no parts of revelation. And that's why the preachers don't want the church members to know what's getting ready to happen on this planet. I'm gonna give it over to the brother one second. And I wanna I wanna I wanna emphasize on this shit place called CERN C E R N in Newfoundland. That's Bible prophecy there. CERN has to do with the ninth chapter of Revelation. And it's called dark matter. It's behind the veil of another dimension where demons demons are in charge of that dimension. And these demons demons are going to be set loose and come out from behind the Come, come out from behind another dimensions 
and they are working on this place called CERN in Newfoundland, and they a guard over them called Skiva, a naked woman with four or five different arms, and they have a guard that they're going to worship, and this is going to break open the portals for these demons to come out. They will come out. Let's go to Revelation. Revelation, ninth chapter. Angel comes down from heaven, and he opens up the bottomless pit. When he opened up the bottomless pit, the Bible says smoke comes up out of the pit, and inside that smoke will be breaking a loose with scorpions. Scorpions would have a tail like a scorpion. They were sting men that they'll want to die and can't die. And they tell me people are suffering pain today from demons. But when they let these demons loose, they are going to sting men until their faces turn black and they're going to want to die and can't die. And they're going to be tormented for five months during the first part of the tribulation period. The second part, and I'm going to have to let the brother take it on in. Amen. We got about maybe about 30 minutes. But anyway, in, in the 12th chapter of Revelation, read your Bible, please. Pray over it. Amen. We're right. not telling you no lie. We ain't telling we ain't telling you something that we heard from uh, 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 on the corner of, uh, of 55th Street. We're telling what God said. And in the 12th chapter, Michael and his angels in the middle of the tribulation period will have the final okay to take the serpent and all his angels in first and second heaven and cast them to earth. He's not on earth. That's right. He's the prince power of He's the prince power of the air right now. But when he comes to earth, he's going to bring all his cohorts. How many? Woo! One-third. A one-third of the angelic fallen angels will hit this earth. All these fine uh, entities that you see today That's right. will become more prominent in 2023. And people still going to be saying, oh, that ain't nothing, until these things going to have power enough to what? They're going to be a problem enough to cre- not cremate, but they're going to be a problem enough to uh, uh, infuse in, in themselves into the human body called shape-shifting. And they are going to influence the government. The government is behind all this by the Illuminati's. The Illuminati's is behind this. All the warlocks. Witchcraft is in the government. Witchcraft is in the churches. Witchcraft is everywhere. Why? Because Satan is getting closer and closer to this earth until his big flat foot comes down here and he's going to incarnate himself in the Antichrist. And he's going to raise him from the dead. And when he raises him from the dead, then the world is going to be convinced by false resurrection that this man is Jesus Christ. Young folks, listen to this. Young folks that's left after the rapture, a lot of young folks going to get saved because all these, some of these young folks are caught up in all this year. Uh, 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 internet, they're caught up in all this year, mm-hmm. magic and different things, and they are going to, eyes are going to help, going to be open. And a lot of young folks are going to get saved during the tribulation period. 
and they're going to be some Amen. some of those yeah, some of those young people are going to be able to go into the millennium reign. Woo, hallelujah! It, it, it ain't over for the young folks, but the young folks are going to have a great waking up call. Now, if you they in your sure 70s are. and 80s, if you in your 70s and 80s and everything, your mind ain't, ain't, ain't up to all that your new technology and stuff, but these young folks are going to see exactly what they mean by the mark of the beast. My friends, Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth. Amen. One thing, you don't want to be up here. You don't want to have to go through the tribulation period. True, but I pray to God, if you if you don't make it, amen, I pray to God that you will catch on to what God has got for the world before he comes back to the earth. And I'm going to say this, and brother, you can roll on with it a little bit, and that is God's going to use the Jewish people to get to the world in the tribulation period. The 144,000 will be young Jewish men that will preach the gospel for three and one half years and the world is going to witness it, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And many people, hallelujah, is going to come to Christ under Amen. the influence of Israel, 144,000, and it's going to preach so powerful and so magnificent that the John the Revelator looked around and said, I see a number that no man can number. And he said, well, who are these and where did they come from? He said, man, these are they. These are the they that got saved after the rapture of the church. Never been to church. Never, never understood, and never probably never been witnessed to. But when these hundred forty-four thousand get through preaching to these young, uh, uh, young generation, they are going to accept Jesus Christ and be saved. And God is going to send the last two witnesses, Moses and Elijah. So it, it, it's hope for what? It's hope for the world if they will come to Jesus Christ. Roll on with it, brother. Amen. We got about 30 minutes if you can hold on. Amen. Amen. I got you, brother. Amen. 30 more minutes. Amen. God. 10 more Amen. minutes. Go ahead. Amen. Go ahead. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Amen. Um, you know, you were talking about the CERN, and we've been talking about these demons. And, you know, like I said, a lot of things that we say, you're not going to hear in your traditional church. These pastors, they won't dare say these things because, for one, they've been blind. The devil has Blind. blinded them from the truth, and because they are trying to, uh, uh, you know, the devil has used these uh, motivational speakers that are getting paid high dollars to be the model for the churches everywhere. Meaning uh-huh. that these pastors rather get up and give motivational speeches and sound good Come on. and entertain Come on. you. That's what they really doing. They rather entertain you than to speak the true word of God. Amen. Because why? Amen. They'll, they feel like that they'll be ridiculed. Because why? Oh, because this pastor here, he ain't teaching that. Look how many people he got. Look how many souls go to his <laughs> church. Amen. So a lot of these mm-hmm. pastors are afraid. Amen. I remember mm-hmm. one time. This is why I say this. This is why I say this. Hear, hear me out. This is why I say this. I remember one time I got into uh, a debate with this this pastor. Now, at the time, I wasn't even a pastor, amen, but I studied the Word, studied the Bible, you know, had some some, some training, amen, and I remember a conversation that we had, 
and it was about once saved, always saved. And I said, well, brother, why would you teach that people could lose their salvation when that's not even in the Bible? Amen? That's right. Now, now traditionally, people would listen to a person just because they have a title, pastor, versus a person that doesn't have that title. Now, that, that's a big mistake because the Bible says study to show what thyself approved. I all tell right. people all the time, just like I said at the church this morning, I said, don't take my word for it. The Bible says over in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, it said, let no man deceive you by any means. Christ said the same thing to the disciples when he was speaking of the future times and the Antichrist spirit was going to be in the world and was in the world at that time. He said, let Come no on. man deceive you by any means. We say it all the time. Don't just take my word for it, but go and study the Bible. So when me and this pastor was debating, one say they always say, he said, well, brother, he said, well, you can preach that, but ain't nobody going to hear it. Ain't nobody going to accept that. I said, well, brother, I don't preach that for nobody to accept it. I preach it because it's the truth, and that's what we need to focus on. We need to focus on the rightly divided word of God and not not based on what we preach off of what people feel. I don't preach to make people feel good. I don't care about your feelings. Amen. I can make you feel good and you can be in hell and on your way to the lake of fire. I preach to save men's souls. Like my daddy used to always say, the the truth is going to either drive you or it's going to draw you. And that's what I want. Amen. If you don't want to hear the truth, then you be, well, hey, so be it. You just have to be driven further away from the truth. Like the pastor said, people have a what? Reprobate mind. Don't you mm-hmm. know that that's how most gay people are? They are. I'm just going to be honestly truthful with you. And most people don't want to hear this, but they are the worst. They don't want to hear the truth. Man, they have such a reprobate mind. Their mind is seared with a hot iron. They have their mind made up that that's how they're going to live. And they're not going to change. On. Most of them. Yeah. Not all of them, but most of them. They, they feel like, oh, they right. You can't tell them nothing. And now that the government world systems are bagging them up in their lifestyle, oh, yeah. man, they think they're unstoppable. You sure can't tell them nothing now. They feel like they are unstoppable. And that's, that's Come wrong. On. Come on. These churches are sitting here uh, 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 um, promoting it. I've, seen, I've been in churches where pastors allow men dressed up in dresses and got wigs on and lipstick on run around the church like they got the Holy Spirit. If you got the Holy Spirit so much, take that wig and that dress off and that lipstick off if you got the Holy come on, Spirit. Come on. See, this is the nonsense that's being being uh, propagated in the churches. In the Amen. churches. This is what's being propagated. And so many of our women are sold out to this man who make these movies and dresses and think that's cute. They so much into that mess. This is propagated by the devil. This is Lucifer. The devil will make people rich as far along as they can mislead you. That is why a lot of the, that's why they use a lot of the entertainers and, and athletes, people who make money, who are sold their souls. Not all of them are sold their souls, but the mass majority of them that appear in front of the cameras all the time, yeah, they have sold their soul. And these folks are misguiding you and misleading you to think that certain lifestyles is okay. They think that certain things are okay. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. It is not. This is propagated by the devil. This is your wicked, evil Babylonian system that sex trafficked little children, that sex trafficked women. 
It, it, Come it, on. it was drugs Come on. in the certain communities and designated communities around the world, around the country, yes, sex trafficking women yes. across the country. And, yes, your government is aware that sex trafficking has been going on for many, many years. In fact, do you know how long sex trafficking has been going on? It ain't new. The Bible says yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. They've been sex trafficking back since before Christ came into the world. Come on They've been now. sex trafficking for thousands and thousands of years. This is an old practice of taking women yes, and children yes, and letting people do what they want to do with them because they have money, power, and prestige. These are the people that are doing these things. That's why it's okay for it to be done in their eyesight. It's okay to be done, but you can best believe that God is setting high, and he's looking low, and he's going to judge this world. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read these scriptures to you, amen, when the brother preaching and talking, amen, the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. I got to share this with you. I'm going to turn it back over to the brother. This is Romans, the second chapter, because when he was talking about the reprobate mind, just a few verses up, and he was talking about when a man is with a man, and a woman is with a woman, and how the world has made that okay. You see it everywhere. everywhere you see it in TVs. You see it in movies. You see it in cartoons. It's all in the school. It's on billboards. It's on TV and radio. They are, it's on social media. They are propaganda, making this propaganda. And you see so many people around the world protesting because now they're trying to force it on your children. But they had a problem if you speak out against their lifestyle. But now they want to shove it down your throat, this belief in this lifestyle. They want to make your kid, and it's getting bad because you want to know why. I begin to hear the young people say, well, there's nothing wrong. with." Oh, yes, it is. The devil is a lie. We never, ever yeah. thought when I was growing up, and I definitely know that, that, that the watchman on the wall back in his day and time, yeah, they amen. did not look at that as okay. It wasn't even tolerated in that day and time. It wasn't even tolerated in my and when I was coming up in high school and in school, it was it was frowned upon. But now they welcome it. They they welcome this lifestyle with open arms. Let me share with you what the Bible says. Romans the second chapter, verse one. We'll start at verse one. Go ahead, brother. Therefore, thou art inexcusable. O man, whosoever thou art that judges. For wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. Now, most people will say, because we speak out against people being gay, that we're judging them. No, we're simply telling you what God said. God said that that lifestyle is wrong. And there's nothing wrong with calling out what the Bible says is wrong. That's not judging. Amen? There's a difference. Now, watch what it says. It says, for thou that judges do the same thing. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. I just said it. When God sets an order, that's what he means. When he created Adam, he didn't give Adam a man. He didn't give Adam a a man and a woman. He gave Adam a woman for a reason. He didn't give him two and say, well, Adam, whichever one you want to sleep with or you pick whatever you you desire, God gave him a woe man. That's why the name was different, a woe man, not a man, a woe man, and made her look different. In fact, 
women were so attractive and so sexy. God knew what he was doing so much that the angels in heaven looked down and saw the women on earth and said, man, 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 look at that. Yeah. Now, the angels looked down at the women and thought the women were very attractive, that they even gave up their their uh, 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 immortality. They yeah. gave up their eternal being. Now, that's something I wouldn't have done. I don't care how sexy you are. I don't care how, how curvy you are, how how, uh, 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 um, how sexy you are. You know what I'm saying, how good the woman yeah, looks, how voluptuous she looks, how pretty she looks. That's one thing I'm not going to give up. Amen. I'm going to stay in heaven with God. Because I know I don't want to be punished. Amen. Come but on they now. looked down from heaven and saw these beautiful women and chose to take on wives, the Bible says, of all of which they chose. In other words, if they wanted one wife, they wanted two wives, they wanted three women, four, five, so they wouldn't have as many women as they wanted to because that's what they chose to do. Because they were so uh, uh, um, infatuated with the beauty of what God created as women. Now watch what it says. It says in verse 3, And thinkest thou this, O man, that judges them which do such things, and do the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God. Amen? So it's one to call out what people do according to the scriptures of God. Amen? All right. You know, just hammering in their lifestyle. I don't get into, well, that's their personal business, but we have to call out that a man being with a man, a woman being with a woman, is wrong according to the eyesight of God, and that's all that matters. If God says it's wrong, and God says that you'll be punished for it, amen, you'll be punished for it if you don't repent. Now watch what he says in verse 2. It says, or despiseth thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Amen. In other words, we are to what? Still love him regardless of their choice. Amen. It don't matter if they are drunken. It don't matter if they are here selling drugs. It don't matter if they were for some man that'd rather be with a man, a woman that'd rather be with a woman. Our job is not to judge them. In the sense that, oh, well, look, you know, that's wrong what you do. We know what's wrong what they're doing. Amen. But our job is to what? Not go to them personally and tell. Our job is to show love to them and teach them that God loves them, that there's a way, that there's a way to be delivered. That's our job. Amen. And let the Holy Spirit deal with their, deal with their yes, soul. Sir. Amen. Now watch this. But after the, thy hardness and impotent heart, treasure up unto thyself wrath against the days of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds, to them who by patient continuous in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life, but unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that do evil of the Jew first. and Why to the Jew first? 
because the Jews knew about God first. If the law was given yeah. to who? The Jew first. So we know better. You should know better. Yes, sir. There is no respect of persons with God. Come on. This is why we always say we're no better than anybody else out there. Because with God, there's no respect of person. The only difference between me and the people of the world is that I have not rejected God. I have accepted him as my Lord and Savior. And because of that, I have salvation. In other words, there is chance and opportunity as long as they're alive. God God is a God of grace and mercy. He's the God of a second chance. He's so merciful. Why do you think he ain't came back already? He's given the world the opportunity to repent. The drug yes, dealer, Lord. the prostitute, the lesbian, the gay, the, the thief, the liar. He's given everyone the opportunity to repent from their sins. He's giving you an opportunity to come to him and to receive something new. That is what Christ wants. He doesn't want nobody lost. This is why he made such a great ultimate sacrifice. He don't want to see nobody lost, nobody cast into the lake of fire, no one going into destruction. Lord, have mercy. I thank God today as I get ready to give back over to the brother. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for my brother's salvation. Amen. Brother, I love you so much. We love you, brother. Until either God either one comes to get the church or until he calls us home. That's our job. That's our dedication is that we don't want nobody lost. We're going to continue to preach the word. We're going to continue to pray for this radio station that it continues to grow. We're going to continue to share the number. We're going to continue to, to share salvation with those that are lost, share it with the world because you want to know why. As we as we had the discussion in church, there was some people that were saying, time is near. Yes, it is, brothers. Yes, it is, sister. The time is near. The time is yeah, even closer is. than what you can imagine. Amen. We are so close on the return of Christ. It's not even funny. It's no longer a joke. Amen. This is no That's longer right, something brother. that anyone needs to play with. No one needs to joke with. People uh, uh, need to stop saying, oh, I've been hearing that for many years. You got people in church saying that stuff. That's nonsense that you got people in church saying that. Oh, we've been hearing that for many years. Brother, you're supposed to be a, supposed to be a child of God. We're supposed come to on. look for the return of Christ. Amen. This is what the world has come to. Satan has turned the world upside down. Yeah. He has misled the world. He's all in the church misleading those that come to church, and it's sad. Brothers, this is like the brother said. Amen. You better be uh, 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 about your father's business. This CERN, these demons, oh, they can't wait to be unleashed on this earth. You think it's a joke? You think all these movies and stuff they show you, show you in these TV shows, you think that's a, this fright night and these zombies, you think that's a joke? Oh, man, I just watched this movie. I'm going to get returned to the brother. I just watched this movie Go ahead, brother. for the first time. It's an old movie. My family saw but I didn't get a chance to watch it. It's called World War Z. And it was this oh, type of yeah. yeah, you seen that? Ah, I just saw it this last week for the first time. I've been wanting to see it for years. I said, Lord, have mercy. 
the great white throne will be the final judgment of all the wicked dead at the end of the millennium reign. All the wicked dead from the beginning of Adam and Eve, and I believe by by what Adam and Eve knew, I believe they were redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. They accepted, they accepted the atonement that was clothed with them with coats of skin because God killed two animals and dressed Adam and Eve and they repented of their sins and he shed blood of two animals and clothed them. I believe Abel made it. I believe Cain went to hell because Amen. he rejected. That's right. He rejected and became rebellious against the atonement of repenting with a ooh lamb and, and and sacrificed that lamb for the remission of the sin. He refused it and did not repent. And God put a mark on him to give him an opportunity to repent. And he never did because his name was never mentioned in the hall of faith. There's a lot of other wicked people that was not mentioned in the Bible that died without the acknowledgement of what this blood meant in the Old Testament. Now we're living in the New Testament. Now, Jesus Christ died and rose again, coming back again, shed his blood, and the world is saying, forget it. Forget Lord it. Lord have mercy. Hmm. That's what the world is saying. That's what they're they saying. They're going to church. Right. That, that's what, that, brother, that's what they say. And going to church. That's what the... That's what the Illuminati is saying. That's what the Masonry is saying. That's what the uh, 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 Seventh-day Adventists is saying. Jehovah Witnesses is saying. All the accounts are saying, forget it. Oh, we don't go to hell by the, by the works we do. We do not. We knock on doors and we, we give our little money to the church. Oh, we, uh-uh. you ain't going nowhere, brothers and sisters. You're going to bust hell wide open because Jesus said for himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no man, no woman, no man, no drunkard, no liar, no prostitute, no, no, no unbeliever can get to me, my father, except they come by me. And that means at the cross. God bless you, brother. Go ahead and open that altar up. Somebody out there want to know Jesus Christ as your Amen. Lord and Savior. You don't, you don't have to go Amen. to church to get saved. You can get saved at your house. You can get saved walking down the street. Yes. You can get saved eating. You can get saved wherever you are. The only thing you've got to do is you've got to acknowledge to the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm a poor old wretched sinner. And I'm trying to work my way to heaven. I'm trying to be good, Lord. I ain't no good. Will you save my soul? Will you have mercy upon me? With all that you have, Father, I repent of my sins and come to Christ. Go ahead and offer that offer up, brother, and see if somebody out there needs Jesus Christ. Amen, brother. Amen. Awesome word, amen. Brother, I've enjoyed the show. You know, I always enjoy Preaching the word and the gospel with you, amen. This is such a blessing. This is awesome, amen. We thank God for our listeners, amen. We thank you because you could have been doing anything else today, amen. You could have been watching football. You could have been going to the park, to the mall, out to eat, uh, just anywhere hanging out, amen. Could have even went to the bar, amen, if you want to. 
And we thank God for you listening. We thank God for your ear. We thank God for your hearing and understanding. Amen. But if you want to escape, like it says in Revelation, the third chapter, verse 10, you want to escape the hour of temptation. If you want to miss hell, if you want to definitely miss the lake of fire, Lord, have mercy. All you have to do, what does it say in Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 9? This is what it says. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, just as simple as that, thou shalt be saved. And that's it. All you have to have is faith and believe, and that's it. The Bible says you're saved. And they ask you to climb Mount Everest. And they ask you to swim from, from America to Europe or to Africa. It didn't tell you Come to go on, in the deep depth of the sea. Amen. It didn't tell you to do none of those things. Amen. Christ. Amen. What's one thing about Christ? God makes things simple. When Christ did a miracle, he always wanted to know, do you believe? Amen. I know you saw the what? miracle. But I need to know, do you believe that I'm the son of God? Amen. Because you want to know why? We'll go to church and we'll get caught up in the praise dance. It was beautiful. All the choir and the praise and worship team sung so beautiful. All the church itself, the edifice, the church, the building, uh, it was beautiful. I've seen some beautiful churches. All was nice on the inside, smelled good, some big mega churches. I've been to some mega churches in the metro. Oh, man, some nice buildings. I mean, this is nice. They got police officers in the front. They going to make sure ain't nobody yeah. messed up them, brother. They got officers. Yeah, they got police in the front, all in the parking lot. Nice churches in the metro. I said, man, look at her. Look at this. I know you saw the miracle, but do you believe in the word that was taught today? Do you believe that, that God can save you from your sins? Do you believe that God can deliver you? into eternal life. God's going to give you a brand new body. And when the church comes back with Christ at the end of the tribulation, to end Ooh. the tribulation, because he's going to end the tribulation to, at the end of seven years, he said at least no one will get saved. That's how terrible the tribulation is going to be. Man, if this continues, nobody's going to get saved. He said, I got to stop it. After that, it's going to be the millennial one. You can't fathom that. God has blessed me to be on this earth 49 years. Do you know that God's going to bless me to live more than 10 lifetimes on this earth? Come on. Thousand-year millennial reign. God promises, what, 70 to 80 years? Amen. But God's going to bless me to live more than 10 lifetimes when I come back. Come on, man. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. 1,000 years. With the saints, the Old Testament saints, the church age saints, the tribulational saints, Lord God Almighty. We're going to get to see Adam and Eve, like the brother said. We're going to get to see Moses, Noah, Abraham, Daniel, David, oh, man, all the the disciples, John the Apostle. Oh, we're going to see Paul. Man, it's going to be beautiful. You get to see Mary. Oh, my God. You get to see all the Old Testament saints. All the saints that, the saints that, that lived through slavery. All the saints that lived a thousand years ago, two thousand, hundreds of years ago. 
Lord, have mercy. God, have, have mercy, Jesus. All you got to do is confess with your mouth the plan of salvation and believe in your heart. The Bible says, thou shalt be saved. I want you to know that you can get your tickets right now before it's too late. Family, I love you. Remember, family, you are royalty. I am royalty. Elder Bazaar is royalty. Man, you're going to get a brand new body. Paul said we're going to be raised incorruptible. Brother, go ahead and close it out. We'll be back. All right. God bless. Wednesday night. Go ahead, doctor. All right. Wednesday night. God bless you, brother. We love you. Uh, uh, those that's out there listening, come on back, come on back. We ain't through yet. We got some Amen. stuff. Ooh. Amen. We, we might be making repeats and repeats, but let me tell you, beyond all the repeating, there's something beyond those that we already repeat. Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back to this earth, and we got to do what we got to do. That is try to win somebody in before it's everlasting too late. God bless you tonight. We ask you right now.